0: WA's nobated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. FleetNetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia
1: on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for Breakfast with Scott Cummings and
2: Tim Gossage. <laughs> Morning everyone, 4 past 6, thanks for your company on this Wednesday, midweek, 8.8 degrees, heading for a beautiful top of 24 degrees, warming up later in the week, Australia's on the board, good morning Scotty Cummings. Happy hump day to you and to everybody, how are you, how
3: are you feeling? Yeah, tired but good, tired. up tired. about. I was concerned about you last night, what time did you go to air last night? 6.30, uh, our time. 7 o'clock. Uh, Drove out of the car
2: park start. at 10 past 11. It was, I
3: reckon it was about, uh, you're on the air at 6.30, you're yeah. probably there about 6? No. 5.30?
2: 6.25? 3.45.
3: <laughs> well, I was thinking about it a bit later, thinking, oh, did, you, did you get in okay last night? Did you get in? Did your badge work? Did you, no, it I didn't. I was thinking, Geez, I hope he doesn't have to go through another digital search. No, it didn't. Like you did uh, on Sunday. It didn't work. Monday. It didn't work? It
2: didn't work again.
3: Oh, so they rubber gloved up again, did yeah, they? Yeah, and
2: yeah, Just made sure you, you were you. You're on the ground. <laughs> Please. Hang t- on to your ankles. <laughs> Cough. But got in and 25,000 and there's a lot of pushback from those on the East Coast in regards to um, the lack of crowd there. I'm going to get stuffed. Well, anyway, we're going to speak to a lady who might have some answers for us and she is the head of the Australian Organising Committee of the ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Michelle Enright will join us after 7.30. If you've got any questions for Michelle about ticketing, the event, if you've come to the game... She would like to hear about it. Of course, there's three more games to go in WA, but she's across the whole country as well. And, you know, they've had some highs, the India-Pakistan game the other night, the Australian-New Zealand game, and, of course, it's going to be a big one on Friday night, the MCG as well. But last night's crowd were noisy, but yep. only 25,000.
3: But is it pro Sri Lanka?
2: They make a lot of noise. They're Don't constantly
3: they? making no, noise. They just love it. Like, no one loves their cricket like India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka. Mm, They're mm, dancing the whole time. Mm. They just have a – it's a party for them. Very nice. And, so. and you've got to love it. I actually heard uh, during the coverage that Sri Lanka chant. It's like, Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka. I'm like, Hang on a second. What, what's going on? This, this is here. Did you
2: Should watch the national anthems?
3: May have just been watching the last mm. scenes of Friends, and then off, then I flicked over. And the
2: national anthem of Sri Lanka goes three minutes, like non-stop three minutes.
3: Oh, really? And when you when it's you, you say three method. when you say three minutes, right? you go. Well, that's not long, but then you actually, if you just stopped and looked at your watch for three minutes, you'd go, Mate, "Wow!"
2: It went. We were all looking, going, "Are they? Is there an the bridge version? Is it as bad as ours?" Uh, it doesn't sound like a national anthem. They love it and they were singing it and the the Sri Lankan audience were loving it, so I'm not going to judge national anthems. Uh, You don't like ours? No,
3: I don't like ours at all.
2: Gilly wants it. Gilly's keen on um, uh, Song of Australia. Uh,
3: We're um, all Australian. We are are one, we
2: are many. uh,
3: See, I see what what I did. I chose not to sing it. (laughs) You... 13, yeah, 12, no, no, I like that.
2: That's a, that's a good anthem. Toolkit Depot open line. We are in the Fleet Network. Two hours of oh, joy yeah. for WA's yeah. Novated <laughs> Leasing Special. You can save you thousands on your dream car, fleetnetwork.com.au. Two hours of joy for you out there. All righty. Now, I will say we do have four family passes to give away to the Wildcats in South East Melbourne Phoenix. On beauty. Friday night at 6.30. If you can't get your hands on the family pass. bounce back. Yeah, I agree. Ticketek.com.au. I, I, so last night, after finishing here, I got a text from my daughter that said, Dad, if you're coming past a shop... And they weren't to know what time I was finishing. they got no idea what i I'd do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, can, if you can get some milk, right? So there's three people that live in my house that have a licence, and the shop is about 300 metres away. <laughs> but they texted me and said, if you're coming That'll past... They all have legs? If you, or, and cars. <laughs> and if you're coming past, can you grab some milk? So I, being the father of the year, no problems. I stopped. But I stopped, and the night shift, the night stockers at my local were just starting work. Mm. And they went, you're early? (laughs) Because I normally come past at uh, past three. Anyway, and they said, will you be back? I said, I'll get some shut-eye and I'll be back. So I've seen my boys at the local... Four hours Quite, apart. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're here this morning and uh, we've got a lot to get through, but we do have four family passes to the Perth. Wow, cats take on South East Melbourne. Phoenix, <laughs> 6.30 is to- is the time of
3: tip-off. That is when they answer. Um, yep. Corey, Homicides. Assessment. Absolutely scathing yeah, I assessment. I don't offering.
2: know if it was say.
3: Well, basically called them soft and weak, and they didn't have a no. they didn't offer a yelp. Yeah, they had a bad loss, yep. but most teams have this year. Have had there's been blowouts in lots of games where you didn't expect them, but it is all about how they respond, and that's Friday night.
2: It is an interesting perception, though, uh, of RAC Arena. The size of the arena, so they've had crowds in excess of ten thousand. They've had an eleven thousand. They, they, they are wonderful crowds. They're, they're, Huge. There's not going to be fourteen thousand sellouts every week. No, well, it's not going to be most weeks because, you know, the dollar and 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 the ability to spend money on on tickets. If you're not a member, you know, I get it's all harder that. and harder. It does get harder. Life is harder. So I
3: don't think he. Should. Well, homicide said that uh, it's not the jungle. It's just a RAC arena with lots of people wearing red t-shirts. Well, let's make it a jungle again.
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing. So it is important that the people get there. Um, I, I, I tend to agree. I was interested to hear from Mike Kelly, assistant coach. John really inferred it as well. And a couple of others said it would be nice to pull back on the rah rah at a basketball game. Now, the Wildcats have done it well. Lockie Reed, fantastic. The court announcer there now. And, and the show that they put on is still incredibly entertaining. Yeah but I have noticed it's come down half an inch in regards to the hoopla, Mm. so to speak. So I wonder if that's a directive from the coaching staff. I'm not sure whether the coaching staff have got anything to do with game day or whether the NBL have stepped in and said, we just need to come down. Still Still a back a notch. Yeah, but still great entertainment. So if you are going, uh, please enjoy it. Um, Scotty Goss, Fleet Network. We're in the Toolkit Depot studio. Once again, four family passes, Perth, Wildcats, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Hey, we've got massive on this day coming up. What? For the 26th of October. Any good?
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that's, if we'd go no,
3: that far. No, way. it's not going to be like the 24th of October.
2: Well, yes, that's, see, that's no way to sell something. No. You know, like poo-pooing a segment. No. But then again, we have got well, Champions League. Now I'm all in <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't man. know about that, oh,
3: you, blokes. you know what it scares me when I see these two get all up and about? and going, oh, no. It's Champions
2: League update. Oh, short, sharp, like those two. Eddie Maguire will join us. Of course, Channel 10. Edouard. I can't believe I just said that. Channel 10, of yeah. course, with the Melbourne Cup coverage. It starts on Saturday, Derby Day. Eddie's going to join us. Good man. Trent Copeland, SEN Cricket Commentator after seven. He'll dissect last night's performance uh, because we couldn't get Hoggy out of bed. Simon Miller, the racehorse trainer to the stars, will join mm. us. He's not coming in the studio. Why not? I just think we can't, well, I just, I think twice in a couple of weeks
3: And when you And when you lie to us, you've got to sort of...
2: Goddamn liar! (laughs) You've got to copy your whack. He's got two today at Ascot. Which one's he tipping? I don't know. He's got one in the first and one in the last, so he probably goes... Well, normally he goes
3: for the first and then buggers off because it's a long day. Yeah. Leaves it to his
2: stable hands. What he does too, this is fact, he often goes home... for about three hours. As you would. And then comes back. Yeah, why wouldn't you? No problem with that. And Michelle Enright, as I mentioned, Chief Executive Organising Committee of the ICC Men's T20 World Cup of Australia will join us in the studio. If you've got any questions, please do. Twinkles has texted in on the temper at bedshed text line. The Sri Lankan anthem was a bit of fun. My favourite bit was the last line that sounded like, buy our cars.
3: (laughs) Twinkles. I have to find it. I didn't. I did miss that I was there yeah, it was long I, I was on for you to say and let's go
2: so they won last night Aaron Finch it uh, wasn't clean but it he stayed in and I think that was the key last night to yeah. uh, f- to Australia they needed someone to hold up an end yeah
3: probably not hold it up as um, slowly as he did he chewed up a lot of balls I mean we got there comfortably in the end so it was obviously uh, he, the that target was obviously very, very achievable, and they were very confident about it, but. Gee, whiz, we needed. Mitch Marsh came in and, and put a couple over the ropes before departing for 18, the 18 Maxwell, or 17. Yeah,
2: Maxwell was good for. And a Maxwell
3: work. went bang 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 got bang the th- throat and that was the end of him. Well, what about if he, he caught the first one on the hand? Yeah. And that hurt. Yeah. And you could see that hurt. And then you just go wrap that hand around that bat again and go again and the next one went off the collarbone yeah. into the throat. Did you see the red mark yes, on it?
2: Yes, like a love Big bite. Red mar- what was the last well, time you had a love bite? Well, I think I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Did you ever have one? I don't think I've ever, nah, yeah, ever No. a hickey. I don't understand. <laughs> is that what it's
3: called? A
2: hickey. Yeah. No, most, what are they? One of the most disgusting things in the world. You go to a shop, you go to a shop, and the young man or the young lady serving you counter. has just got this massive love bite you thing know. on
3: their neck. what is that? When, see, when you see one, you go, just... I think there's better things to do if you if if, so if you if you're going that far. Go back to just, the process. I think go, you're doing it wrong. Go back to. to the process.
2: So you've got someone leeching off your neck, sucking on your skin. Yeah. To extract the blood. Go, Ooh, that feels. To, to that, make a brew. That feels sexy. <laughs> no, no. I agree. It is gross. And they
3: look at yeah. yeah.
2: They look
1: horrendous. But some of them, and and you
3: they, s- everyone's got a, everyone's got a remedy for one too. I'll oh, get rid of it. Oh, I'll put some toothpaste on it. <laughs>
2: get that toothpaste. Well, it's interesting because if you go out, so you know, one is bad enough. But if you go out to Bass and Dean, they walk around with four or five. Uh, so they go after the first one. We'll the go another is, second one. All from different people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is gross. Anyway, I really are. How do you know what? I didn't think at any stage at all we'd be talking about hickeys. Hickeys and love bites. What is that? Anyway, oh, well, have you got anyway, opinion? then Maxwell got a really big one. It was a big mouth. You see, it was huge. <laughs> big And So he, he got a he got a couple of nasty ones, and then but still went on. And went, whack, whack, whack. Yeah. He went, listen, I don't want to quote someone. I don't want to quote someone I heard on radio last <laughs> night. But he went, whackity, whack, whack. That's exactly
2: what I said. I, I know. <laughs> oh. Man, I had the second up blues last night. Oh, I got that- there early. I was focused. Hoggy wore a stupid Peaky Blinders hat. That <laughs> um, threw you off. Oh, it just threw me off. <laughs> Gilly came in and gave me a warm embrace and said, Good luck out there tonight, mate. Oh, and then means... Howie came in yeah. and tapped me on the back and said, Go get him, mate. And then Sunny Gavaskar oh, walked past and said, G'day, champ. <laughs> hey, champ. He champed me. No,
3: he, you know, champ, I said, G'day, little fellow. What, are you, you what find, are you doing tonight? Do you find sometimes, though, when, um, <laughs> you know, so Gilly's come come passing, yeah. you know, how he's come past, yeah. people who care generally go and do that to people who they know are struggling? Oh, is there, was, there any, was, there, was there any reason why they were coming <laughs> oh. up and... Did, did either one of them say, hang in there, mate? No one said that?
1: <laughs> oh,
3: this song. You know this song makes you cry. What are you putting it on
2: for? They're two of my besties. <laughs> a bestie. Eddie McGuire joins us a little later <laughs> to talk all these... He's got a, a new cut. bestie. He does have a new bestie. Apparently who's not my bestie, Trent Copeland, as I mentioned, Simon Miller and Michelle Enright. If you've got any questions, if you came to the cricket last night or you're in, in or why you're not coming to the cricket, let us know. we will put it to Michelle Enright. She's the chief executive officer of the organizing committee uh, of uh, the ICC men's T20 World Cup. She's going to join us after 7.30 A tech on the text line. Uh, Music is too loud at the Wildcats game, especially the top 40s rubbish.
3: Oh footage want more old school we want more old school <laughs> thats yeah you know, one too thing hard. I did notice on the <laughs>
1: Sri
2: sit back and take this one in <laughs> for three minutes <laughs> People think we're off air when this song starts playing. Uh, Where's
3: the end bit? Oh, is that the end bit there that says, buy our car? Can you go to the...
2: Yeah, whatever it is.
3: <laughs> hey, uh... Now, last night, yeah. can I ask you one more thing? About crowd noise. Oh, yeah. Not crowd noise, yeah. stadium noise and, yeah. and that sort go of ahead. stuff. Go ahead. One thing... One of the things I hate... It was the, cold. i tell you, last night... Wow. It, it was, you it was... see the shellanches, every time they stopped. ball. Oh, brought the jumper straight what back, back on. People in the crowd were... Coughing every five seconds. Was that him? Yeah.
2: So I was sitting there going, who in the com box is coughing every second? tremendous. Oh. And we got texts and we got uh, our own WhatsApp group from the SCN cricket team. Oh, who is coughing? Can you turn WhatsApp that group. effects mic off? Well, it was the keeper mic. It was the stump mic. Uh,
3: every, like every couple of seconds, the moths were out. Oh, not- moths. Do you know what? I noticed them the night before. And I think it was today Wednesday, Monday night. I went, Oh, geez, the are out. Last night they were big. But one thing one of the worst chants I've ever heard in my lifetime is Auntie, auntie, auntie. I I I can't stand it, right? No, me neither. But right, rivaling it right now, which makes us sound like backwater country hicks is Goo-wee! So why why
2: do they do that at the start? It's just it's just Stupid. They did it at the furnace when it first started, Big Bash Cricket. It's the done now. Yeah. But it was. I it cringed was, every time I heard it. It was massive. Yeah, but not now. Well, we've got to come up with something else. <laughs> Do they? Mm. You know how a lot of people think they look at me and they call me Andrew Gaze? <laughs> right? They think I look like Andrew Gaze, yeah. okay? Last night I walked out with Brad Hogg and a bloke came up and said, Hodgie! Oh, How going, Hodgie. There oh, you go, Hodgie. And his mate went, hoggy. He said, Hodgie. <laughs> he just said, Nope. No, it's Hodgie. It's, so he had it. Uh, the, no, he handled it beautifully. They, they love Brad Hogg. And you'll hear him in action tomorrow night for the big one between Pakistan and the Netherlands. Looking forward to that seven o'clock first ball to be bowled tomorrow night. Stand by for Friday morning. <laughs> Shut up. Turn it off. 19 past six. We are going to go to the break. How uh, many people? My, hey? How many people? They'll get 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hear people having conversations. We go to the break. Marcus Stoinis was the star. It's the fastest World Cup T20 50 in Australia. 17 out. balls. He beat that of Warner and Maxwell, I think, who scored their 50s of 18 balls. He was simply superb. And this is how I called oh, it. Oh,
1: no. Stoinis on strike. And he stands and says, Get it! here, clears the
2: fence, 12 rows back, bringing him back in, Hazaranga, he bowls again, Stoinis says, I'm going to go again, same spot, same result,
1: six more, huge over for Marcus Stoinis in Australia, and there it is, 25 rows back, Stoinis brings up 50, raises the bat, and smashed Australia to the step of victory Finch on strike and whacks it over the top they're getting back they're not going to catch it and Australia is alive their defence is alive Aaron Finch was rock solid Marcus
2: Stoinis was bloody brilliant Comes, has a ringer again. And whack! Catch it, Hoggy, it's coming our way! Bang! Big
1: six! Clears mid off! And Maxwell goes a whackity-whack-whack!
3: <laughs> told you I heard that. I knew I heard it somewhere. <laughs> whackity-whack-whack. What
1: was I thinking? Maxwell goes a whackity-whack-whack!
3: Sounds like like it's a knockout or something. It's like, not
2: even a game of cricket. <laughs> it's just ne- it's not Jared Waitley. I'm embarrassed
3: after doing that. that's <laughs> Jared would Yeah, see you gotta say to yourself, oh, would Jared. Jared ever say no. wackety whack? <laughs> just trying to picture Jared son. <laughs> and stoyness goes, Whackity whack whack.
2: What is wrong? Whackity whack, all right enough! <laughs> <laughs> Give it a rest, you blokes out
3: there. I'm the king. <laughs> uh, good oh. stuff. No, it's a good call, mate. Oh, you don't make it entertaining. You listen to
2: cricket on the radio. <laughs> yeah, at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't reckon anyone listened anyway. Not, not, um, to, not to in the east. They were all being tucked up in bed. But, it's a uh, late. Want, I did listen about to about that. Obviously, oh, um, a very nice. late start for the east oh, states. heavens above. All righty. Hey, clock time to do this on this day. On this day. Yeah.
1: Birthdays, events <laughs> and some of the great moments in
2: history. Don't have long, so. It's on this day. Yeah. You've okay. under-promised. Let's see you over-deliver Jacqueline Smith is 77. who that? Once upon a time, oh. there were three little girls who went to the police academy. They shot each other. <laughs> <laughs> End of movie. Was a really short run series. It was uh, Charlie's Angels Charlie's back Angels. in 1976. She played Kelly Garrett uh, in uh, Charlie's Angels, and she was the only survivor when it finished in '81. So it went for five years, and she was the. There was uh, her.
3: So they had a couple replacement.
2: And Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. And um, no, was it Farrah Fawcett? Yeah, and somebody else, and <laughs> she was the other one. Uh, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> 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 She's the forgotten beetle. Yeah, uh, Hillary Clinton, seventy-five today, celebrating her birthday, October twenty-six. Remember when she did this? I'm running for president, <laughs> so I'm hitting the road to earn your vote. Yeah, it didn't work yeah. because it didn't work. You got time. beaten by Donald Trump. We blame you.
3: <laughs> you were the beginning of the end for of worldwide civilization.
2: Exactly right. The rug man. God <laughs> 74 today. Is who? Rose Porteous.
1: Bloody Asian. Why does she have to have it, you know? Or um, why couldn't Lang Hancock get an Australian woman, you know? <laughs> uh, at times I admit I am a brat. I'm impatient. I want to have my way. I'm impulsive. And um, I can't just get clothes off the rack. It isn't me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was her talking to Yana Vend on 60 Minutes. Uh,
3: i had a run in with her once. Oh, share. Well, I'm not going to share too much of it because it's not right. The famous butcher in Northbridge. Torres. Uh, Torres. That's yep. it. Myself and Zorba. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Roberts. We were in getting meat for a bad Monday or something. She walked in with a couple of minders and she was wearing a singlet, and nothing else. Bits hanging out, and I'd politely. Asked her to put her stuff away. How'd that go? And uh, reminded Toby to shush. I said, No, I'm not going to. I don't need to see that at this time of morning. Thanks very much. She was very rude.
2: 71 today, Ray Burgess. <laughs> Good Aussie singer. Gloria from 1977. Right. Ray is 71 today. Good. Keith Urban. I don't know many Keith Urban songs, but apparently he's 55 today. Love like never knew, just let me show you. Underwood. Yeah, this you know more is more recent stuff. Yeah, that, I've got no idea. That's he's married maybe, to uh, yeah. Nicole Kidman. I, I yeah. wouldn't know. I, Keith Urban's song, I've got no idea. Never heard him sing anything. I just know he's Nicole's husband. Guy <laughs> 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 Sebastian, he had the fro. He's 41 today. Yeah.
1: Oh, hey, hello. Yeah. Good morning. Oh, hey.
3: You go. Like it, Nothing like a bit of up and about. So must I'm have Sebastian had some good cheese. He's a ripper, like. mate. Yeah, and a really nice
2: person. Absolute a ripper.
3: That's for the crows, though, which is a bit of a problem.
2: The padded bag or the jiffy bag was made available through Australian post offices on this day in 1970. <laughs> <laughs> in 1986... Fantastic. Perth's new International Airport opened. First plane coming in. Officially the first plane coming in. 1986. It didn't run down. It just kept on going. Exactly. There was no tarmac there at the time.
3: Exactly. They used to get that confused. The, the, some pilots, I think from a certain Indonesian airline, used to get Horry Miller Drive mixed up with the <laughs> with the runway. <laughs> they had to put a kink in it.
2: Chris Isaac broke up with his girlfriend and inspired oh. a couple of songs on this day in 1993 <laughs> on his album Forever Blue. somebody's crying
4: Somebody.
3: Day, Chris Isaac broke up with his girlfriend.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we finish October 26th. This is real bottom of the barrel stuff. Wilbert Harrison was a US r singer. He died on this day in 1994. Yeah. Have a listen to this song.
1: I now you never miss your water, do you? Well, run,
2: Of that song, Let's Work Together. Have you, have you heard that, a similar song since? Yeah, let, uh, let's... Yeah. Good on you, mate. Your and Good down. on you, Captain. We're on, we're on, you. Come on you.
1: Let's sing
2: together. Come on, come on. Let's sing together. I don't know it.
4: You
2: know me, so Brian Ferry had a remake, but really? changed the words to yeah. "Let's Stick Together." The original song by Wil- Wilbur Harrison was yeah. "Let's Work Together." Uh, morning, to Scotty and Goss. Wow, I'm sharing a birthday with Rose Purdy. Happy hump day and happy birthday to Lisa from Ellenbrook. Happy yeah,
1: happy birthday to you. Happy
3: birthday. To you. Happy
2: Pays out on Aaron Finch, says, Stop blowing bubbles and get rid of the bloody chewing gum. And do what he's paid to do, play decent cricket or just retire. He should not be starting in the batting order. And did you read uh, Stoyness's lips when he was bowling? He was not happy with someone, says Lisa from Ellen Please, we're really letting go on her birthday. She, ain't she? doesn't miss anything decent wow. about that. Hey, it's October 26th. Eddie Maguire, not too far away. On this day, as done and dusted, the Champions League update. Tim Gossip. Oh, Tim Gossip. Uh, Trent Copeland. Yes, yeah, Simon Miller. One at, thing he's excited about. And, <laughs> the King, and yeah. Michelle Enright. That's big. What a first half out. Let me tell you, we have gone absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, we've gone.
3: <laughs> oh, these two are just there. You know what we've gone?
2: <laughs> we have gone. Whackity whack wack. Thank you very much. On to Kansas
5: Kansas here I come.
1: Got some crazy little women
2: there and I'm gonna get me one. <laughs> Boy, I sort of look around trying to find a link <laughs> to that song. <laughs> What's f- what are we playing that for? Don't look at me. What that <laughs> for? <laughs> Lois has <is> gone
3: absolutely rogue. <laughs> He's, <right>. <laughs> He's <laughs> gone rogue with See all this day. See what happens days. when you leave the, all the technical stuff out there to him on his own? Gee whiz. What was that? Mm. Uh, but
1: I did, guess what has just... Lobbed. Whackity whack whack. Oh, there it is. We new found <laughs> her. We found her.
4: It's <laughs>
2: uh, time for this. Tim Gossip just around the corner, but now time for this. Yes. Sp- <laughs> <laughs>
3: But Until we get to that, let's just fill it in with this thing.
5: All right. <laughs> yeah, mate. Bit of footy news going around. Oh. Uh, former North Melbourne player Kyron Hayden and Taj Schofield, of course, who was at Porth Adelaide. They've both signed for your boys, Goss. They've gone to Subiaco. That's, oh.
2: That's the end of Tim Gossip then.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: when was the last time you did Waffle, your peanut? When
1: was the last- I wanted <laughs> to get
3: you off and about with some soothing news. Because we do. We sit here before the show. and We go, don't tell us, Tim Gossett. Don't tell us. Just throw it out on air. We'll talk about it on air. We want to be surprised oh, <laughs> now,
5: he's, now. he's frantic. Let's start again. Ignore Listen that. Ignore that. Listen I haven't said him. anything. He's, he's no, trying to find stuff. It, down. It. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> let's start with some footy news, shall we? The AFL has apologised to past players who were let down by the league's concussion research project after an independent review criticised the underfunded and under-resourced study. It sounds like it's a bit of a token, uh,
3: a, a token report, doesn't it, or a token investigation. And players have come out, John Barnes came out, he's filthy on the whole thing, said it was a farce from the beginning. Yeah, big time. So it's something as
5: serious as that. You need to put full focus into it. Yeah, leading neuroscientist Professor Alan Pearce at the AFL had left players uh, out on a limb, including, of course, our man Daniel Venables. Mm end of the show uh the brisbane lions have approved chris fagan's return to the afl uh coaching ahead of the investigation into historical racism claims at hawthorne as well and of course it was all about the cricket last night big marcus steiners he absolutely smashed sri lanka and saved the aussies with the fastest 50 in australian t20 international history led the aussies to a seven wicket victory the, in the
2: fastest in t20 or just for australia
5: uh, just for Australia, it Ian was... Art Singh did one in 12, didn't he, when he hit no. broad for six sixes? I think it was equal fastest uh, in oh, oh. 2020 World Cup okay. history. You're equal up. fastest. Okay.
2: well, I didn't have that on my stat sheet oh, last night. Put it on your rundown mm. uh, oh, this well. morning. Oh, I
5: like. Thank Hello. Thank you. Hello. When we talk to Codis, this is one for
2: the ages. We've got a stat on our, on our rundown. <laughs> <Wow. sheet. laughs> Strange. Equal
5: second fastest. Equal second fastest. There you go.
3: Okay. At a T20 World Cup.
5: Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Empathetic, story. Lift. Should have done better. Champions
2: we, League? Oh, can we do this now? Come in, come on in, Lois. Yeah.
5: Oh yeah, it's that moment that everyone's been waiting for. It's been so long, it feels like, since we've been in the studio talking Champions League and I know the listeners have been champing at the bit. I think that's going to be the term of the day. Justin, good morning. Morning, Chris. Chelsea through to the next round this morning with a 2-1 victory over Salzburg. sick trying to do just that into Havertz. Havertz trying for range. Yeah, it's nice to see that uh, the English sides are getting it done mm, for the most part. Although, I think the big story of the night was Manchester City. They failed on every conceivable level, it seemed (laughs) like (laughs) last night, except for the fact that they they didn't concede. So a nil-all draw for Manchester City. And... We've had a bit of uh, correspondence from our listeners. Yeah, we had some feedback from Roy. He said Man City in the bin after they cost him a multi-bet last night. Yeah, we know We know Roy loves the Champions League update. and I've seen Mark has been in touch as well uh, at SENWA Breakfast on Twitter. He says... I don't know why everyone's still assuming City will run away with the Premier League. They've already dropped heaps of points. Haaland is ridiculous, but City always scored goals. Not 100% sure they're a better side than they were last season. And it was interesting because we saw Erling Haaland get subbed off at half time last night, uh, which is unprecedented, really, especially when you need a goal. Against his old side, Dortmund, of course, they managed to keep him goalless, but... Was he injured or was it just taking him off? Guardiola said it was probably a precaution as he had a slight fever before the game. But still, to take off the best goal scorer in Europe at the moment, probably. Yeah, and then Mara's missed that penalty. And Mara's missed the penalty. It's a big call and a big result for Dortmund, of course. Uh, Let's have a listen to this, though.
1: Messi, back to me.
5: It was a, uh, an absolute smashing by PSG uh, to Maccabi Haifa. 7-2. You heard that goal there. That was uh, one of a couple for Neymar. We saw Messi score a couple as well. He's now scored as many goals this season as he did all of last season. Neymar? Uh, N- Lionel Messi. Oh, Messi. Neymar, yeah. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Uh, Mbappe has four goals and three assists in his last two matches. They're absolutely on fire. And this game, they're kind of flat-track bullies. You know, Maccabi Haifa, no, uh, no giants of European football. But for when you see the front three of PSG and Neymar Mbappe and Messi all ticking along, it is a sight to behold. That was beautiful. What what other results caught your eye, mate? Oh, speaking of giants of football, Real Madrid lost uh, Red Bull Leipzig last night. The German side, so a bit of a, a bit of an upset there. And Benfica, they did it four three over Juventus, and Juve are out Ouch. of the Champions League. Their first time being eliminated in the group stage since twenty thirteen. 14. But uh, tomorrow night, it is the big one. Barcelona against Bayern Munich. We'll also see Ajax take on Liverpool. And any others that are catching your eye? Lois? I'm looking forward to Tottenham v Sporting. Tottenham could wrap up first place in Group D with a win there. It's the Champions League wrap right for this a Wednesday morning. Back tomorrow. Cannot
1: wait. Get out here,
2: dude. Out. That was good. Comprehensive. Real good. Listen to every single word of that.
3: Comprehensive. Word for...
2: Well done, Lois. Well done, Special K. Too long. Nah, it was good. It was rock solid. Mate, we've got a huge Champions League audience. Let's do this. It's on air, on Nice work. It is time for Tim Gossip. If we come
3: up with anything else, seeing as your last one's been?
2: Did you know that Taj Schofield and Kyron Hayden, who was at North yeah. Melbourne, has gone back to SUBI? Taj Schofield, the son nah. of Jared, has been at Port Adelaide.
3: Oh, you heard it.
2: You heard it here first. <gasps> Exclusive. In Tim stuff. Gossip. Rightio. Hey, got a couple of other little bits uh, for I'm you. Subie. And... So both, are
3: they both SUBI boys? Yep. Obviously, Taj yeah. is. is yeah. Yep. So they're both one Taj. used to be the mascot. <laughs> I've seen photos of him with a lion's head. No, he's not a big bloke, but Tarz little as well, is he? Uh well, there's gonna be one pointer. So good gets for Suby.
2: Let me tell you, uh, I've got a couple of things. Serena Williams has said, "quote I am not retired, and there's a very high chance I will come back." <sighs> that is during the rounds over there in the states. Forty-one listen, years of
3: age. I know she could really play. <gasps> tennis, right, like the best ever. Can you try and get any more attention? All
2: the time. This is massive news. That's the theme of Doctor Who. Yeah. It is moving from the ABC after more than 50 years. The BBC, who produced Doctor Who. Right. (laughs) Moved it and done a deal with Disney. No. So it's going off the ABC to Disney. So Doctor Who fans, we're sorry about that. Yeah, cough up. Did you play football with Donald Dickey? yes. Donald Dickey, who played, I reckon, more than just over 50 games for yeah, Portland. Well, yeah, it was Mid-blades, good. Wingman, good, good footballer, don't he? Has just sold his company. Oh, no. For $40 million. What, what company I think he's NDIS. <laughs> He yeah, has been uh, really so out in touch. <laughs> Forty million dollars for Donald Dickey from the Port Adelaide <laughs> wow, Football Club. Donald. There you go, Good boy. Well done, Donny Dicky. That is Tim Gossip, Eddie Maguire's just around bricks. the corner. Forty bricks. I did get us through. Still to come: Trent Copeland, Simon Miller. It's not 160
3: we'll that we're going to win tomorrow, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We won ten
2: dollars ninety last week, and me too. About ten minutes to seven. We just heard from Eddie Maguire. We're going to put his chat off till tomorrow um, about uh, the coverage of the Melbourne Cup. So Eddie's going to join us tomorrow. So we do apologise for everyone's waiting to hear from him. He
3: take that. I just pushed. Me, I pushed my chair back and said, <laughs> yeah, "You tell him.
2: It's you know <laughs> fine.
3: Yeah, no, he's fine. He's a great man. Ed. Yeah, he's a good man. And if you know him, you'll like him."
2: 131255 Toolkit Depot Open Line or Temper at Bedshed. Bedshed are the experts in temper mattresses, pillows, and bases. We've now only got three left. The family pass to the wow oh, gats, yeah. of course. Get down there.
3: Wear your red <laughs> t-shirts. <That's> some noise.
2: <laughs> These Melbourne Phoenix. If you want to go, we've got three family passes Let's up give for grabs. Just give you. Right now. We can't have all three. We want no. three separate families. So if you want to go, put yourself in the running, text us right now, 04. 87736736. And may I add that you're right. Listen tomorrow from smack on six o'clock and the number is 0487 736736 because tomorrow we are putting together a powerhouse syndicate yep. for this job. And when we win $160 million, yeah. we'll walk into Hutchie's office and we will go.
3: Go and push the button.
1: <laughs> oh, I'd do it a lot wider than that.
3: So thank you for the opportunity. And now we own the company. Uh, <laughs> i still do radio. Me too. Love it
2: here so much. Get behind I the Wildcats. I didn't
3: say with you. Oh, no, I said I'd still do radio.
2: Tickettag.com.au <laughs> i Chris and Lois. Now. <laughs> Are you comfortable with Ross Line? Are you comfortable with Ross Lyon? We've got time to dissect this right now. Yeah. Are you comfortable with his return? Yeah, I, I am. Good I'm, for
3: St Kilda? I'm really intrigued. I, I'm yep. very intrigued on, on how it goes. They do need to uh, set some standards and he's certainly the man for that no doubt about it I'm going to be really interested in the um, the collateral along the way there'll be some people who who drop off David Parkins uh, made a few comments during I think it was yesterday as well that that he was an assistant to David Parkin at, and and um, He goes, I've never seen a more direct and aggressive sort of assistant coach as far as his intent towards players. He goes, yep, there were some dead bodies along the way, but what we were left with was a core group of players with discipline and and serious value. So he'll weed out a few at St Kilda. There's no doubt about that. So I'm I'm really interested to see how this goes. I'm really interested to see the change in Ross Lyon. and, And everyone's suggesting it, that there will be some change. But... Yeah... It's a hard one. When you're such a competitive beast, like the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, does he? So it's a well, leopard doesn't change his spots. <laughs> Dosses up and oh, Same, same. <laughs> I just did a, I feel like Travis Cloak. <laughs> Leopard doesn't change his spot. So when you're under pressure, you can sometimes revert back to that, that person that uh, that you are. Come back and sit down, peanut, that you peanut, uh, that you rely on so much. So it'll be really, really, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they go. I don't think they'll be a flag contender in his first four years, but they're going to be, uh, they will be better. <laughs> Zebra doesn't change his stripes. Where does that come from? I need sleep. Or a holiday. I need a break. <laughs> I
2: need a off that show off the bench no. you're in a no. hurt. you are in you reckon I am third person self congratulating well, you was, are in when was
3: the last time you saw a zebra
2: change his stripes just because you want to oh, I just mixing it up Jeremy Austin you are going to the Wildcats my great man from Florida congratulations and Snowy never been to a Wildcats game before and Snowy I don't know if you've ever texted before but you are going as well to the Wildcats. So, Snowy, wherever you're listening from, let us know, Snowy. I'd love to know the suburb and where you're listening. And Jeremy Les Austin.
3: Snowy's from Les Murdy. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he is. It's not the road. <laughs> uh, oh. Fantastic. How do you think, Ross, i go? You're the St Kilda supporter
2: in this um, room? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, you're I'm really probably the wrong person that. to ask. But you don't like him. No, I just no. It's not that I don't like him. I don't oh. like a lot of his style. Right. Ross, I don't hate anyone. Oh, that's a down lie. <laughs> liar! <laughs>
1: you're a liar. You're okay, a all right. A huge <laughs> list. I do have a huge list.
2: Well, you know. Anyway, but how do you
1: think you're a liar? I,
2: <laughs> I don't know. And I, and I want to reserve my judgment. Um, I'd love yeah. them to improve. Their list is no good, mate. They're no, they or rely in... too much on Max King. Um, and if it doesn't work... Jack Steele,
3: Jack Sinclair.
2: Yeah, but, you know...
3: It D- just a good... doesn't run deep enough, though. That's, no,
2: yeah, no, they don't. It doesn't
3: run deep enough. So, now they've got a lot of work to do.
2: We'll find out. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, Jeremy Austin of Florida, you're off to the Wildcats. Good on you, mate. And Snowy, uh, fantastic. You're off. We've got one more uh, family pass to give away. And Scotty from Bayswater, are we more chance of winning Lotto than Mato is landing one of his Maltese? Oh, he doesn't. Oh, nice way. He does a little multi Whackety, whack, whack on the run home. Let's get a breakaway and come back at seven o'clock. Uh, we've got some news, and then we've got Trent Copeland joining us about last night's cricket. Oh. Simon Miller's going to join us quickly about uh, his runners today at Northam and the weekend, on, uh, of course, at Ascot. And we've also got. Coming into the show, Michelle Inright. She's in charge of uh, the local setup for the ICC T20 World Cup. If you've got any questions for her, let us know. It's four minutes to seven. Just remember one thing: <laughs> Zebra <laughs> never changes. Its it stress. doesn't.
1: Finch on strike and whacks it over the top. They're getting back. They're not going to catch it. Australia is alive. Their defence is alive. Aaron Finch was rock solid. Marcus Stoinis was bloody brilliant.
2: It happened last night at Perth Stadium. I don't know if Finch was rock solid. He, he stayed in, but he wasn't rock solid. He was anything but. Carved up. Yeah, but he, uh, he got... Split in two a couple yeah, of times. Well, that was Bill. Kumar was, uh, sorry, uh, not
3: Kumar. Uh, uh, a couple in the middle of the bat. But he—he he was the most frustrated. I think I've seen a
2: batsman. Yeah, exactly right. He, he, um, he look. I don't. <laughs> As I said, he needed to stay in. It yeah, didn't matter yeah, yeah. How, uh, no doubt about that. He needed to stay in. Trent Copeland is a part of the SEN uh, commentary team, of course, and you'll hear him in action uh, today, of course. Uh, he would be tied because he may have stayed up to all hours over there on the East Coast. Of course, he'll be a part of the commentary team. But today, we've got two games on SEN cricket and on the SEN network, England versus Ireland and Afghanistan versus New Zealand.
6: TC, appreciate your time. Did you stay up and watch it? Oh, I stayed up and watched a bit of it. She's what a great call that was. I wonder who was looking after the game last night. <laughs> Dave, be careful. <laughs> be careful where you go. Uh,
2: you, do you do you reckon Jared Whaley, and you sit alongside Jared yep. Whaley, do you reckon Jared would go with this little one after Maxi hit a six last night? Have a listen.
1: Whackety whack. Whack! <laughs>
6: Yeah, <laughs> I think he's more of a classical, uh, methodical mm. voice of cricket, maybe so. not quite as energy, energy-filled energy as you, but uh, oh, I absolutely loved it. And, hey, what about the show the boys put on with the bat last night? Yeah, very
2: much so, and, and that man's story was simply amazing. Uh, a win's a win, isn't it? And they got a bit better of the, the, of the net run rate, which they needed to do, especially when uh, I think Marsh got in on late, uh, Maxie did okay, and also Stoinis. Uh, look, let's just cover off on, on, on Finch. He needed to stay in at the end. It, he, he, he was frustrated. He thought it, he batted terribly. I think it was his lowest strike rate when he scored over 15 runs. There were so many things about the innings, but he stayed in, and they needed him to stay in.
6: Yeah, and I think it it goes without saying that Australia and, you know, the boys around him will have wanted him to get a knot out, to get us over the line, but also just to figure things out on the go so that come the business end of the tournament, he's flying and he and Davey Warner at the top of the order are going together, and that's what helped us win that tournament last year. So, look, I, I could not agree more. I actually couldn't care less about the scorecard, what it reads, what the strike rate was, Finchie got us home. He was not out. uh, And the boys around him in Marcus Stoinis, Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, uh, you know, they did the business as far as looking after the net run rate. So I think there's a lot of positives to come out of the game. And there was some interesting tactical things that went on during the game. Mitchell Stark not taking the first ball for Australia, Mm. which was interesting after Finn Allen took him to pieces at the SCG a couple of nights ago. And then uh, the local lad, uh, Agar, comes in and just, you know, Looks after Adam Zampa's spot just beautifully. I thought he was excellent. What
3: about the uh, Coach, the, the the fast bowlers you mentioned Stark there, but I uh, mean Cummins last over was well, Oregon has boarded on as bad as Nawaz the other day for Pakistan. But um, <laughs> our, our our fast bowlers, um, how do you think they performed, and how do you think they're going?
6: Uh, I think it's a, an interesting one. I, I find it very difficult to actually judge people on one performance or one you know, block of two overs or a power play in T20 cricket because it's so condition-specific. It's so, you know, literally slog or miss or shank into a gap or a top edge over the keeper can be the difference between going for 12s and over and going for 6s and over. I think you've really got to be able to back in, Okay, these are our best three bowlers and we need to give them three games at least to understand the matchups, take the games head-on. Uh, they got done by New Zealand, and I thought largely they were really good last night. So, um, yeah, there's some interesting things on what's our best power play combination. Uh, if Stark not going to take the new ball, Josh Hazelwood has been uh, probably the number one bowler in world T20 cricket in the last 18 months. So... It's a pretty handy replacement for that brand-new pellet.
2: Trent Copeland is our guest, SEN cricket expert, and we're back on, on the back of Australia winning last night here in Perth in front of 25 and change, 25,000 and change. They now go to Melbourne. Of course, today we see England play at the MCG. Australia flies out and joins them there for a Friday night fixture. Trent, from what we've seen and ahead of what we're going to see today with England, who are expected to win... Any hope, Australia? Is is that a momentum shifter for Australia, what we saw last night? Or are you still
6: concerned? Uh, I I think it is a bit of a momentum shifter. and I I actually think it was essential we had that game sandwiched between the loss to New Zealand and a must-win game against England in what's going to be a packed-out crowd. Um, I think, personally, England's best day is the best team in the competition. So that's what we need to worry about, is how do we get England off their best day? How can we knock them around uh, and get them, you know, just a little off kilter so that we have a chance uh, to take them down? But, look, there there will be no wavering in that change room. Uh, Make no mistake about it. The Andrew McDonald, Aaron Finch-led group of guys that won a tournament, you know, under a year ago, just because you lose one game at the start of the tournament doesn't take away from the fact that we're a bloody good team. So... I'm backing the boys in, and I think if they aim up on Friday uh, and get over the line against England, it could actually springboard them into a pretty you know, phenomenal run into the finals. Do you see any changes, Copes, for the England game? Obviously, we're all uh, pushing Cam
3: Green. We want to see him have a crack. They didn't make any changes after a horrible loss to New Zealand. It is horses for courses, T20. Do you see any mix-up in our lineup?
6: up uh, Look, I, I thought if there was going to be any changes in the tournament, it may well have been... Uh, in this game last night. So you know, after that loss, was the team balanced right? Did we go David instead of Smith, for example? Is that the right call? Because someone like Smith, when we're three for not many against New Zealand, you know, if you to dial up anyone in world cricket to get us through that situation, it's probably Steve Smith. So I thought they might have changed that last night, but if they haven't, I think they'll back in this team. The only change I would see. Would be Zampa coming back into the lineup um, at some stage. I don't. I don't actually know the rules around when he's allowed to return. Um, but if we were to play two spinners, that would be the only thing. Keeping Agar in the lineup if it's a slow, uh, abrasive service at the MCG. So I think largely we'll see the same batting group. Unfortunately for Cam Green, who I think's an absolute superstar. Yeah. Well,
2: interesting because Zampa is under the new laws of uh, of the ICC guidelines. He can still play. So he can still play. It depends how how crooky he is in I regards think to
6: it. it's related, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. So uh, and someone said he's, he's got some weird. He's got some weird f- strain of it. Of course, it could only be Adam Zamper has a weird
6: strain. <laughs> 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 Came out of that weird coffee machine and that weird kit that he floats exactly around. Exactly right. With. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Steve Smith just before,
3: Capes. I've got to say, it did feel weird with his history. It did feel weird and looked strange to see him running out and cleaning the boots of the players that are out there, on the, uh, out there on the pitch batting, it just seemed like that's a big fall.
6: Yeah, well, you know, whether you call it a big fall or not, but, uh, you know, it is ironic that we've got arguably the modern Don Bradman mm. uh, of cricket, and, you know, he could go down as our best test cricketer of all time. He's scrubbing uh, Aaron Finch's uh, you know, boots. Modern... Yeah, exactly right. So, no, I'm with you there. And, you know, what I laughed the other night was you know, a couple of times in the SCG – Uh, where he had to come on and field, and he had so much energy, was sprinting around from fine leg to fine leg, grabbing hats and, um, you know, made a couple of plays in the field. Like, that's a show of character. Like, in his mind, he's the best cricketer in the world. To be left out of a team in a World Cup would really hurt. Um, You know, he's obviously missed a bit of cricket in the last little while as well. That attitude and that character, I think, you know, and I'm sure the rest of the guys would be the same, given the same scenario, but that... That speaks volumes about him and, and where he's at with his cricket. That he, you know, he is out there scrubbing shoes and uh, getting around for the boys. So, yeah, good point. I'm sure if given the opportunity, um, he'll come in and he'll score runs and help Australia win for sure.
2: Nice work. Appreciate your time, mate. All the very best for the rest of the World Cup, the T20 World Cup. You hear it all on SEN, and you are one of the uh, the expert commentators for SEN over this tournament. Thanks for joining us today. Enjoy your day. Cheers, lads. Have Trent, a good one. Trent Copeland joining us on the back of Australia. So Australia plays England at the MCG on Friday night. Then they play Ireland, and then they play Afghanistan. They've just got to beat England. They have to beat England. If they don't beat England, it's going to be tough. They're going to have to be at their very, very best. Hey, plenty of people now want to go to the Perth Wildcats, so we'll organise those tickets. So for those who are texting, uh, we've just got to work out exactly who wants to go and who can go. And we might even get some tickets for the next home game as well. Let's get a breakaway and come back. Simon Miller is the Mayor of Racing of WA, of course, and uh, fresh from winning the Belgravia last weekend with Amelia's... But let's get a break away. He's going to join us next. He's got a couple of runners today at Ascot. He's got runners tomorrow at Northam. And how is Amelia's jewel going after her scintillating performance on the weekend? It's a quarter past seven. This is Scotty and Goss.
3: It's a hard one. When you're such a competitive beast, like the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, does he? So it's a well, leopard doesn't change his spots. Goss <laughs> is up his jaw. Same, same. <laughs> I've also got an elephant never changes his trunk and a giraffe never changes his neck. How do they go? Some
2: quality work from Scotty Cummings. Welcome to the show, 21 does It just doesn't.
3: When was the last time you saw us never changed his stripes? And don't you say one went from white to black.
2: A filly is creating headlines. Four starts, four wins and almost half a million dollars. Her name is Amelia's Jewel
6: two lengths behind them. Amelia's Jewel being asked the question. No run, rumour says. Snow Dome comes out
3: after Man Crush. Over on the outside, Amelia's Jewel trying a life out. On the inside, Man
1: Crush kicks. Now Amelia's Jewel and Snow Dome coming. Here comes Amelia's Jewel. Amelia's Jewel diving. She got there. She got there, the filly. Brave win first up. Amelia's Absolutely Jewel. Absolutely sensational Dome.
2: call by Darren McCauley, courtesy of TAB Radio. He was the Belgravia. And one man who doesn't really show a lot of emotion, but I have a sneaking suspicion that was pretty special to him, and that is uh, the uh, trainer to the stars and the friend of the show, Simon Miller. Appreciate your time, Mayor. Well done. Uh, do you still Are you still sort of on top of your toes uh, after that amazing
4: victory? Yeah, morning Tim, morning Scotty. It was very rewarding, very satisfying, and nice to kick a, the campaign off on a good note uh, with a profile horse, so onwards and upwards from here, and hopefully we can continue on this wild ride. It is a wild ride.
2: Now, she would now be stamping herself as the horse that the industry and the fans want to see race and win. Mm. Do you bring on that pressure? Do you want the profile of her doing her thing with what we saw on the weekend and going forward?
4: Um, The pressure doesn't worry me. I always sort of get in my own little bubble and do my own thing. But uh, I must admit, the raw as she hit the line, if you go back and listen to Macca's call, they were jumping out of trees, like willing her over the line. So that was pretty cool to listen to, but um, it's a great problem to have. You all want elite horses, and when you get one, um, you shouldn't shy away off from the media or feel the pressure. You should just embrace it because everyone wants to be part of it.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the horse doesn't feel the pressure either, to be perfectly honest with you. I'm not pretty sure they're pretty <laughs> okay, okay, with it, okay with it all. I did fist bump <laughs> along the freeway as he uh, crossed the line. Were you happy with the ride, Simon? Are you confident the, uh, yeah. during the whole trip?
4: Oh, the ride was uh, unbelievable, Scotty. So it was just 11 out of 10. And, uh, you know, when we drew one, it probably looked a bit tricky and the track was playing on speed. But we didn't ride her out of her comfort zone. We just played to her strengths, and and that was her change-up gears. And when he got on the back of Snowdome in running, it was like, oh, this this looks perfect for us. And they run really quick time for a first-up run. Uh, It was... It was uh, a very good effort by her, and, and to her credit, she's bounced out of that run and she's ready. So Melbourne Cup, they should go around again.
2: Well, looking forward to that one, of course. Now, just in regards to you, how did so she pulled up okay? I mean, she had to dig incredibly deep. Uh, you didn't have the perfect lead-up to that. Uh, of course, we saw the trials and we were trying to work out what was going wrong. Can you just give us an idea of, of how much work went into making sure she was tip-top for the Belgravia?
4: Yeah, so it was a good effort by everyone. We had to. She's in for a big campaign, Tim. So if, if I've got a rock hard fit round one, I won't have her there in September. So you just got to get your fitness levels to a point where they're forward enough to win, but she'll derive benefit off the run. So it it, it was perfect. But the, I suppose what separates good horses to proper horses uh is their ability to bounce out of hard runs or gallops the next couple of days? Like they're just prize fighters. Let's go again, and and they're just away. So she's she was out of control this morning, so she has not taken any harm from that run. So um, I just got a text through, Mark from Les Murdy. We're coming through loud and clear, okay, Mark.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, mate. They listen up there. They just they're just shy. That's your one that ain't like. The problem was he sent that text last Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Righto, mate. Smile, mate. <laughs> righto, mate. Let's get fair let's dinkering. Here we go. We go. You've, got a, you've, got to, you've got two running at Ascot today. Here we go.
4: Race oh, one oh, and no, race eight.
3: No. Which, I... if you had to tip one, if you had to tip one, which one would you tip us? <laughs>
4: um... Let's go Michelada in the last.
3: Okay, put a rule through Michelada, and we're all. Is that
4: one so <laughs> the will win the first?
2: <laughs> uh, Bookending the meeting, Amjad in the first for Miller, and in the last for Michelada. So, right,
3: well, there's the there's the follow-up questions. Which one are you turning up for? There's no way you're going to be there all day for both, you know, race one and race eight. So, which one are you going to turn up for? Um, I'm
4: going to turn up for the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just all fine suggest just the first one I win now, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, well, yeah.
2: If, well if Amjad yeah. does win, so do you turn around place. and go back home knowing that michelada has got no hope? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I'm going to go to the stalls and give her a kiss and a cuddle and apologise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's carrying the green standard she doesn't realise. Last one for you before we let you go. You've got three runners for Amelia Park tomorrow. They're all wearing the colours up at Northern. Um, uh, he a wonderful lineup, uh, Peter Walsh and, and and the crew. But you two uh, are going together again? Uh, will I be going? Uh, will you and you and someone drive together in the fleet network truck? <laughs> we go in the. What do you got? What do you got? What car are you oh, got? He's just got a little car, man.
4: Just an SUV. Uh, yeah, just. It's one that uh, Frank Agostino threw threw out to me. Nice, uh,
2: beautiful drive. Little Fleet Network work, yeah, fantastic work by you. <laughs> he knows
4: his he knows professional. stuff. <laughs> this bloke. He knows
2: his stuff. I tell you what, we did have a te- couple of texts come in. I must admit, Simon, that when you were being interviewed yeah. post race after Amelia's dual win in the Belgraver, very impressed with the clobber, the crisp white shirt, and the navy jacket, Simon.
4: <laughs> well. I got told I dressed like a bogan previously. It was pretty blunt and direct, so I had to uh, I had to smarten up. And I must admit, I am getting a lot of positive feedback around the track. So um, to my fashion advisor, I cannot thank you enough.
2: Nice work by you. Have a great day. Always great to chat. And good luck today at Ascot, tomorrow at Northern and on the weekend. Thanks for joining us. And we can't wait for Amelia Jewel to race again on Cup Day. Good luck,
4: mate. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Scotty. Just a little ending one. They killed her. What are they doing putting Ross Light on bamboo?
2: <laughs> As they say, a zebra never changes its stripes. It's 28
4: seven. <laughs>
2: <laughs> The strongest of them all. Zinidine,
4: Zinidine.
2: Oh. Zinidine, Zinidine. Wow. well the mail from John on the Tim Gossip text line. The Juventus manager <laughs> will be sacked and replaced by Zinedine Zidane. I got in the lift with Zinedine Zan in the Sofitel in Melbourne. Lovely, top end of Collins Street. When he was literally like superstar Zinedine Zan. I didn't oh, know yeah. famous. Did he say, G'day <laughs> Tim. And <laughs> I went, G'day it's easy. It's easy. Don't interrupt me. Uh, last night, Australia did a, the job. Uh, Twenty-five thousand plus here at the stadium, per stadium, of course, uh, against uh, Sri Lanka. And well done to Marcus, join us with that incredible half-century knock. Uh, in a moment, we're going to be chatting with a special guest who basically is the mastermind, the brains, the glue behind puts mm, the whole show together. It does. The chief executive officer of the organising committee of the ICC Men's T Twenty World Cup Australia, Michelle Enright, she's going to join us in studio. In fact. Michelle is here now. We're just going to say hello before we get a breakaway. Michelle, first of all, welcome to our studio. Of course, as one of the host broadcasters, uh, radio uh, broadcasters, we appreciate everything you've done. Um, How is it going so far, the tournament, in your eyes?
0: Well, first of all, thanks for having me here, guys, on this beautiful Perth day. Just wonderful to be here. Uh, Honestly, we couldn't be happier. I mean, the cricket has been phenomenal, hasn't it? Some Mm. of the games, gone down to the last ball, we've seen... Hat-tricks. We've seen upsets. It's um, been so exciting, and the fans have loved it. They have loved it. And, uh, you know, that
2: Pakistan-India game was uh, to yeah, behold. Man. The Australia uh, New Zealand, of course, New Zealand are doing a job at the SCG to a packed house, and more packed houses to come, including the MCG, of course, on Friday. In simple terms, I'm always intrigued by a job that you've got, and I'm intrigued by someone who is building a house because they start from scratch, and I have no idea where you start. One, when you took on the job and was appointed in this role, did you understand, I'm sure you did your due diligence, of the enormity of the role?
0: Well, uh, Goss, this is my fifth major event, so I'm, I am I love these type of challenges, and you never underestimate the size of it, you're right, there's so much that goes on in the background, but it's just, uh, I don't know, these major events it's such a privilege to have them in the country and um, see the world's best cricketers here. And, and you're right, there's so many things that go on behind the scenes.
3: We, we've seen, uh, well, we've heard people say Chuck Berry was on the show the other day. Um, I think Jared Whaley said it was the best thing they've ever seen at the MCG yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the other night. It, 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 what was it like? Oh, uh, does, it was... it, and it's just, just, does it just excite you that much to see your
0: event you're going so well? Well, the thing that struck me, because I've never seen that match before it's a, you know one of the world 's biggest clashes, yeah. obviously india Pakistan, because they don 't play often, but the fans are next level they are just joyous was a word a lot yeah. of people are using. they were so happy, either team it was such a close game, but they they were just celebrating and loving it, and that energy it was just the roar of the crowd, mm-hmm. you know when there was a wicket or almost every ball it was Unbelievable! It was hard to describe. I don't know if it came through on TV as much, but to be there, I, I lost my voice. It was like being at a rock concert because you had to kind of shout to hear to speak. That's to the women. way to enjoy sport, isn't
1: <laughs> it? It is.
2: It is. Uh, could you just put those headphones on for us, if you would, Michelle? So, oh no, because oh, no. <laughs> so so I, I'm going to play. Don't. Why would you do this? Well, because I think it's important, that Michelle. Can you know? Michelle is busy, and she wouldn't needs have been able to up
3: know and, how everyone's covering the game. Yeah, and what sort of special comments and extraordinary commentary that they provide.
2: Exactly, and, and do
3: the sport justice.
2: Exactly right. And we, and we um, I'm so Richard Beno, called sure. it his way. Jared Whaley calls it his way. Adam Gilchrist calls it his way. Yeah. Um, last night, um, Glenn Maxwell hit a, an <gasps> in, hit a, a, an incredible six, and I was sitting in yeah. the commentary box alongside Brad Hogg, um, and he wore a stupid peaky blinders hat, and honestly <laughs> that's, that's
3: an aside. <laughs>
2: oh, that's... I, I, have you ever heard? First-rate commentary like this in your travels. Have a listen to oh, wow. how this was described.
1: <laughs> Maxwell
2: goes whackity-whack-whack. Whackity-whack-whack.
3: Uh, <laughs> whack. Oh, wackety,
2: wow. Whackity-whack-whack. Whack. Do you reckon? Do you, do you think, uh, do you think there's gonna, the ICC will be knocking on my door to maybe do more tournaments? Global. Yeah, but look, Howie. You know how Howie's just stamped himself as one of the great all-time... He's uh, on the coverage and Gilly's uh, on the co- uh,
0: can you pull some Well, strings? I'd say that's pretty unique, a comment yeah, like that, that <laughs> isn't it? Oh, it's that's the nicest idea. way of saying that's runny. Very entertaining. <laughs> uh, just in
2: regards to uh, straightening it up, of course, the Under-20 uh, World Cup, FIFA World Cup, and you worked on, and you worked on the Commonwealth Games. Yep. Do you take a little piece of everything when you're talking about uh, organising, little bits and bobs that have worked and haven't worked
0: for a, an event like this one? Absolutely, you do. But then each, new ve- each, each event's unique. And then, of course, this is an event in a post-COVID world as well, so... The world's changing all the time, and technology develops, so each time you can deliver something different for the fans and the teams are you know, excited and they have different expectations and experiences, so absolutely you learn, but it's always you've got to have your eyes open to what's in front of you. Uh, You
3: started in June last year, so there's an enormous amount of work that goes into it. What's the biggest challenge?
0: Uh, Just, I guess, the size and scale of it. This is a big country, Australia. We're moving 16 teams across seven host cities and <laughs> we've got the world's best stadium so your logistics have to be spot on we've got an amazing team you know getting all the fans we the start of summer letting everyone know hey cricket's on come and see you know the world's best cricketers here so
3: have you got any control or clout over the scanners here at Perth Stadium Because um, <laughs> my old mate here um been
0: denied entry uh, two games I'll in hope a row. For two at well, the moment. Did you leave your accreditation pass at home? Is that what
2: no, happened? I no, I had it. my accreditation oh. pass, and I went to the ticket office, and they said, "No, nah, no, nah, it'll be right for last night's game." Wow! You,
3: you, look, generally, he does think his accreditation pass is the thing on top of his shoulders. I'm famous.
2: Faces my badge.
0: Well, you're famous here in Perth, but I, maybe the people in the box office. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> hey, all righty, but we're Can going global here. So Ah, lucky! Like come
3: back now. What do you think of this tournament? It's crap! Isn't it? Oh, no, no, I'm <laughs> loving the tournament.
2: Michelle Enright is in the studio. We're going to uh, chat with more. If you've got any questions for Michelle, uh, get in touch with 0487 736, 736. Yes. We do want to talk about last night's crowd. We do want to talk about a, a couple of other yeah. cricket issues. Uh, stay with us. Plenty more to come. Michelle Enright in the studio. Scotty and Goss. It's twenty four away from eight. <laughs> Eighteen away from eight. Tim Gossage and Scotty Cummings are with you in the SEM Breakfast Studio. Thanks to Frank Agostino and the crew at Fleet Network. Michelle Enright is our guest and, of course, the head of the Men's T20 World Cup Australian Local Organising Committee. Question that we want to ask one, the crowd last night was 25,000, and the question being asked is, why was the game at 7 o'clock?
0: Well, uh, Goss, we try and standardise the times across all matches. So, all the double headers are 3 pm start, 7 pm start. So, if there's only a single match like last night, then it's a 7 pm start, and that's the same right across the country. But, Occasionally, there's a, a tweak if there's another match on and another, um, like for example, the India, uh, the Australia New Zealand was at six pm because it was a match here at seven. So, but generally, it just makes it easy for everyone to remember and understand, and you know, for the broadcast as well, it's kind of consistent. And it's an international product, so you yes. look
3: after your international yep. audience as yeah,
0: well. Yeah, sure. It's hard to please everybody. Well, I mean, seven pm is a great time actually for an evening match because after work you can, you know, people can get there after work yeah. and. We're,
2: yes. a different, we're a different mob over here. We're a different mob. We, we're not great believers in going to work, going home, and then going back out again. Um, so we, you know. So, you well, know, you can come straight from uh, it. uh, It'd be good
3: if we, if they had daylight saving, but just refuse to have it over here. Do they? Wow. And old mate here, we don't need any more mate, sun. There's, no, <laughs> mate, there's a, a whole other argument. There is a Michelle. massive
2: desert between us and the rest of the country. Right? It's called the Nullarbor Plain. And if I had my way, it would be four times bigger.
1: <laughs> and a big wall. Uh,
2: May I ask when you sit and watch a game as the organising committee do you sit do you sit and watch a game and go I'm soaking it all in or are you getting peppered or are you saying that didn't work we need to do that better I'd love to know what you do when you're in this type of role
0: Well I tell you what before this role I was the COO so I was a more hands on operational role so I think for the women's event I barely watched a ball bold because yeah. um, you are walking around just checking on everything and that's actually what you like to do in that role. With this role, actually, I'm also making sure that our guests and hospitality feel welcome and chatting to them. But actually, last night I did sit down for a short time and watch a game and just loved it. So you're right, though. You can't get away from, oh, what's that? Look at that. But actually, just to take a moment, we, we say it to all our staff, take a moment During the game, and just sit back and enjoy the atmosphere because we've worked so hard for so long, and it'll be over really quickly.
2: Is your role part of the? the, You've got to make sure that the stadiums are null and void. To to like this stadium is not called per stadium for the best part. It is with the with the national broadcaster. They don't do sponsors, but it's we know we we're in Optus Stadium right now. But when it's a cricket game, it is per stadium. Yeah. The 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 wooding out, so to speak, incredible work done oh. with the externals here. They haven't just put a drape over the top of it. They've no. actually woodened it out yeah. with the wooden <laughs> okay. slabs. Well, the architecture it's, and the... It's yeah. incredible work and. Yeah. Who sits there and goes, that's what we got to do? This is the stuff that completely blows my mind.
0: Well, I tell you what, this stadium had great foresight because they knew that when you bring events like this, they need to be commercially clean. So you're right, it looks fantastic. That's so they amazing. were like way ahead of themselves and you know figured out how to do that so that it looks really cool. But I I think the stadium looks amazing. So you're right, it needs to be commercially clean. ICC's got sponsors who have paid... A lot of money to put on this event, but it looks amazing with all the branding and.
2: It was interesting because Darren Sammy, who's one of the ambassadors for the ICC West Indian Superstars, yeah. was being interviewed in a um, merchandise van last night, and they went to him, "Oh, what do you make of this?" And he goes, "Oh, it's fantastic." And I, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he said, "Oh, this is a great stadium, Opta Stadium." And then I think they had to. I think everyone <laughs> went, "Oh,
3: oh no, 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 up,
2: no. <laughs> And I think they got him back on again a little bit later, and I think he corrected his ways. But <clears> it is harder; you've got to change your ways of, of doing things. Um, different stadiums have different setups. Have you liked ours? Do you oh, do you
0: like this stadium? Is this yeah. stadium one of the, so to speak, easiest to work with? Well this stadium of course was one of the newer ones. So the sports prayers and lighting and sound and all of that stuff is first class. So it is it's a great stadium to work with and it looks amazing on broadcast as well. Just the Yeah it does. It absolutely does. A yeah. um which team's the hardest one to look after?
3: Oh. <laughs> Let's be honest. There'd be a team where there'd be some real prima donnas demanding, we want this,
0: this, this, uh, this, and this. No, well, I tell you
3: what we... Will end- you tell us on the last
0: day of the no. tournament? No, but we put we we call we put what's called a team liaison officer with each team and we try and match, do a cultural fit. Cause Which one's struggling it, the most? Which no. <laughs> team liaison no. officer rings oh. you every day and says, I cannot believe I've asked for this. No, no I, honestly. No. Uh, I'm knows. not going to say, but they, no, no, they're all amazing. And they love being in Australia as uh, the main thing. No they do. they're all amazing. No, look, I tell you what, we had the India team welcome in Melbourne and I had a great chat to Rohit Sharma and he loves it because his wife can go shopping here and, you know, an- anonymously. They can't do that in India. So they yeah. love being in Australia. But, you know, a lot of the teams. And then, of course, some of the more, you know, the developing nations, for want of a better word, you know, Zimbabwe, Scotland, they're loving being here. Ireland are going to love coming to Perth. Yeah, they are. And interesting you say that because I was talking to Ryan
2: Campbell, the coach of the Netherlands. He says his liaison officer has got horribly sore feet because wearing clogs is not what they normally <laughs> do. <doing>. Oh <laughs> my goodness no, me. No, like that there's a boom tish yes. there somewhere. Is there a boom tish out there yeah. anywhere? Can you... <laughs> Michelle, Thank you,
3: you, you organise every logistic involved in yep. the ICC Men's World Cup yep. and I still think I've got a harder job than you. Just
4: dealing,
3: with,
1: just
2: dealing with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you, we're, 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 just, we're just we're just scratching the surface of the tournament so yeah. far. Are you Sorry. incredibly excited about what's about to come? And uh, and not just here in WA, but of course uh, over at the MCG and uh, where the final's going
0: to be Yeah, played? we are. We've, we've actually had 19 of the 45 matches so far. So we're quite a way through. But you're right, there's going to be some blockbusters to come and it's really tight in the pools. And gosh, this pool that Australia's in with New Zealand and England. So you're right, Sorry. Friday night nice. at the G but you've got a cracker here on Sunday with India, South Africa mm-hmm. and Pakistan and Netherlands. That you Fans are going to love that. That stadium, you'll hear it from the other side of Perth, I'm sure. Yeah, there's going to be people going whackity-whack <laughs> whack all day <laughs> over those <laughs> tournaments. Right now we can if, just if, back the truck. That's the fun f- of what? T20. Good on you. <laughs> uh, have you got a tip? A t- who do you think is going to win? Are you allowed you to, t- yeah, you allowed t- allowed to t- say t- who
2: you think's playing the best and I, is going to win? I, I sense I sense there might be a Kiwi accident. on tip New Zealand. You'd yeah, like to
0: back in the home well, team? Well, no, I'm neutral I'm Switzerland, so... That, yeah, I, mean... I don't think they're playing. I don't think they're in it. No, yeah. they're not. No, they're not. But uh, like what we've seen, gosh, you have to watch right to the end, don't you? With... Yeah. And yeah, look at Storyness last night. Oh, the incredible. game around. Yeah. Great West Aussie. Are you sticking around in WA or are you yes. on? The... Yes. Yeah, no, here. I'm here for Thursday night's match, but then I'm heading back to Melbourne for Friday night's clash over there.
2: Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. You know, we know you've you got a great. Yeah, yeah. do a power of work, and, and it's a lovely blue shirt. I when I see the blue shirts getting around, <laughs> who, who blows up the big people? The big batsman Oh, the helmet. Hey, a big helmet. There's a big helmet <laughs> outside, <laughs> and, they're, and they're positioned, and you come into the ground, yep. and the big helmet's up, yep. and then when you come out, the big helmet's been packed up. Well, see and they're put the, down. See, this is,
3: this they're the things
0: a, I want to know a, about. Who is the helmet blower up Well, up. your city does that. They do a great job. They do. They've taken them all to the beaches. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, really... Great city yes. Michelle, thanks for coming in. Enjoy the rest of the
2: tournament. Hey, great uh, job by you. Great job by you. Oh, it's my team. I've got a great team. Yeah, Chief Executive Officer of the ICC uh, <laughs> Men's T20 either. World Cup. Team. Goss no has no got in. a good team as well. <laughs> just him. He has. And you. Just, no, no, you're no. a good team.
0: You no, 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 just him.
2: There's no iron team, but there's five in individual brilliance. <laughs> Michelle Enright in the studio. Individual brilliance. It's ten away from eight. Scotty and Goss. When you shoot and watch your game... you want to hear that again? Yeah, where, where, where did you get it? When you sit and watch a game. Oh, did I say. Did I, did I not say it right? Yeah. You put an H in there.
3: You watch it from the toilet.
2: Oh. <laughs> Can we just run past the, the earlier <laughs> comment, please, while we're throwing people under buses? No, like hey, mate, no.
3: It's a hard one. When you're such a competitive beast, look, like the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, does he? So it's... Well, the doesn't change his spots. <laughs> anyway, so all
2: right, enough of that. Shame hey, I've same. got some breaking news. And, hey, look, this is sad news, but at the same time stuff oh. that might resonate with a few of our It'll listeners. Be um... In a, in, a, in, a, in a county in the middle of in a province in Iran, there's been a sad passing of a 94 year old. His name is Amu Haji, um, and he has died at the age of 94. He was dubbed the world's dirtiest man. What? He did not have a shower oh. for 67 years. Oh, no, he's got me. He's had a shower, and he's subsequently <laughs> died. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) His name is Amuhaji. He has an aversion to soap and water. He eats uncooked porcupine roadkill, (laughs) and he drank dirty water from puddles out of an old rusty can. Yep. He lived till 94. He had had a fondness for smoking animal dung out of an old pipe. (laughs) What? what? He has died (laughs) at the age of 94. After having a shower. It's. It's <laughs> sad. Uh, uh, sad. Eddie Maguire's going to join us tomorrow. Yes. Riley Morgan, get us some winners. Yes. And don't forget Simon Miller's got two. He's got Michelada in the first and an Amj- uh, Amjad in the first and yeah. Michelada in the last.
3: You're going home for a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I love Michelle. Yeah, I'm right. But what a, like seriously, what, a what an enormous and enormous lovely, job. And like from every little detail involving every stadium <laughs> has to be organised by Michelle and her team of eighty. So it's an enormous amount of work. We had some texts you too. You can't even get into the stadium. I don't know
2: what that is. Well Hoggy couldn't get in either.
3: That'll be fixed now. Michelle's on to that. Yeah.
2: 13 12, Don't forget the toolkit depot open line is always open or text us on the temperate bedshed text line 0487 736, 736.
3: Now, Very, very quick to clean up the stadium last night too. Um, Marcus Stornis was having a bit of a chat and it sounds like the cleaners came in halfway through.
6: <laughs> have you ever batted better than you have? Probably wasn't a long enough innings. So didn't feel like batting, maybe a bit of slogging. Yeah, probably, yeah, good slogging. <laughs> it it's, it's
2: remarkable when they hit the ball. It's a big round and I just this was, uh, <laughs> don't, mind. don't mind me. Um, you guys carry on. I'm just going to clean plan. up over hey, really. right, OK, we don't get paid after 12 o'clock. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Can you can you move on? Uh, Wally, thank you for your text.
3: Uh, it was a lovely text, isn't it? Goss, I'd love more of you in commentary. The more clowns, well, the, king. The, more clowns the better. Wally, that's it.
1: Whackity whack whack. <laughs>
3: That's a beautiful thing. He wants
2: more of you in the commentary box. Good show. Are well, you not happy with that? No, I'm happy. Eddie Maguire's going to join us tomorrow. No, I had great fun. Mate, don't take it too seriously, mate. What am I going to do? Another three games and I'll never commentate another game in cricket in my life. I couldn't Why have not? Its Toss bag, mate. Oh, because because there's too many, many great Michelle's commentators out there. I think going to
3: take you global. <laughs> oh, I see. She, she, was, she, was, she loved it, mate. Mind you. You're doing a good job and keep it up, mate. Oh, good on good you. listening.
2: Uh, Kane Corns had his top twenty-two footy journos for the year, and oh. Mark Duffield did not make the twenty-two. What? Can't believe it. Cannot Come believe on, it. on, Kane. Hey, get on, yeah. Anyway, Duff's going to join us from December. Oh, sorry, November seventh.
3: Yeah, number twenty-three, Mister.
2: Thanks for coming. Good job, boys. A bit of a chaotic show today. This used to be a sports show. It's gone completely out of the uh, off uh, off tap right yeah. now. Go get your hickey fixed. <laughs> special K joining us. Also, Lois Lane. Thanks for coming. Do it again tomorrow from six o'clock. Eddie Maguire, our special guest.